Hey there, Seattle Kraken hockey fans. Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Hope you enjoyed the holiday weekend. But unfortunately, I am here to share an episode, which is the Turbo Tuesday episode we never wanted in our inaugural season. We're going to talk about Brandon Tanev. We're going to talk about the Seattle Kraken returning from the holiday break and what's going on with COVID and a little bit about World Juniors. We got some news there. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. As always, we want to thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. I hope you enjoyed our 100th episode yesterday featuring the amazing Everett Fitzhugh. And if you missed it, go watch on YouTube or, of course, listen wherever you listen, usually to Locked on Kraken. But if you missed it, don't worry. I actually have... An additional clip from that interview that I'm going to play um, in the top at the top of the year as we get ready for the end of January, early February for Black History Month and the Black Hockey um, Mobile Museum. I'm going to talk about that. I'll have a few recordings of that, probably that I'll play at some point during the what would what would have been the Olympic break. But we'll get into all of that. But Everett will make another appearance on Locked On Kraken. As always, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And kind of related to what Everett and I are going to talk about, but definitely related to Seattle. I am wearing something that I got myself for Christmas, which is this fantastic wool cap. I've never had a wool baseball cap before, um, and it's from Ebbet, Ebbets Field Flannels. Ebbets Field's big for me as a native New Yorker, but the company is actually in Seattle, Washington. But of course, this is number 42, Jackie Robinson, and you know, Essentially, Willie O'Ree was the Jackie Robinson of the NHL. Anyway, I could go on and on, but we have a lot of things to talk about. It is a Turbo Tuesday. Unfortunately, we have some bad news. It is a season-ending injury, as many had been reporting for Brandon Tanev, an ACL injury to uh, the right knee, and Tanev as he is known, Turbo, uh, will be out for the season. So a little bit later in this section, you're actually going to hear, this segment, excuse me, you're going to hear from some of the players reacting to the news, including what Tanev was like in the locker room and the essentially energy and passion that now will have to be replicated and uh, essentially replaced in some manner of speaking. So we're going to get into that. We're also going to talk about the return of the Seattle Kraken to practice. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but maybe about a week or so ago when we got the, you know, extended holiday pause, I was like, it doesn't make sense if they're supposed to be reporting back on the 26th, there's games, including the Seattle Kraken, we're supposed to have a game on the the 27th. It doesn't make any sense for them to just come back, have less than 24 hours to get everyone back to test, uh, to make sure that no one is in COVID protocol, et cetera, et cetera. Unfortunately, that 
is exactly what happened. And uh, we're going to hear from Jordan Eberle on Brandon Tanev, but also he's one of the players that had a really tough time getting back. A lot of the conversation around the Seattle Kraken, quite honestly, has been about COVID. They've had two practices on the 26th and yesterday the 27th. And a lot of the conversation, at least post-practice, was about COVID. Uh, also a little bit of World Juniors talk. So we are going to end this episode today talking about World Juniors. We're going to talk about Maddie Beneers and USA Hockey, but I'm just going to cut to the chase. USA Hockey had to forfeit. It wasn't a postponement. It was a proper forfeit from World Juniors in preliminary play because they had two players um, impacted by COVID. I really wish um, for so many reasons that I could get through an episode of Locked on Kraken without talking about COVID, but here we are. So first, let's go to the guys reacting to the injury to Brandon Tanev. Then we'll talk a little bit about what the guys did over the holiday break in the next segment and, again, reacting to COVID. And then finally, we'll talk some more about COVID and World Juniors and Maddie Beneers and USA Hockey. But coming up first, I mentioned Jordan Eberle. I think it was really – it warmed my little heart what he said about Brandon Tanev. Uh, and we'll hear from Yanni Gord and Dave Haxtell also specifically talking about Turbo because it is a Turbo Tuesday. It won't be the last Turbo Tuesday, but again, not the Turbo Tuesday we wanted coming off of the holiday break. Anyway, here are some of Brandon Tanev's teammates and his head coach talking about the impact that he has in the locker room and, of course, on the ice. Uh, I don't think there's a single guy that can replace uh, Tanev. Um, it just, uh, it's really unfortunate, um, but injuries happen. Uh, so we're all going to have to take it a little bit more um, and, and do a little bit more and, and bring your energy level a little, a little bit more, your emotion level a little bit higher uh, every single night because uh, that guy does it every single night. So everybody's going to have to step in and take a little bit of his role and um, and uh, everybody's got to carry a little bit uh, more more emotional in, 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 into our games. I mean, he's a passionate guy. He's emotional. He brings uh, a lot of emotion to the, to the locker room, a lot of life. Uh, it's just such a such a tough loss. I mean, obviously, you see the things that he does on the ice, brings us energy, brings us physicality. Oh, he's been scoring a lot of goals this year. It's it, it's really hard to lose him, but. Uh, for me, importantly, I mean, in the locker room, he's a leadership guy. He, uh, he's he got a voice in the, in the room, and he brings a lot of energy and, and uh, a lot of life to the locker room. So, I mean, that's for sure a tough, tough loss. And, and um, you know, I, I know he's he's uh, going to get a, a speedy recovery, and, you know, I hope to see him around lots because his presence uh, is, is big for the locker room. First thoughts are, you know, I'm disappointed for, for you know, for uh, Brandon. It's uh, uh, that was, you know, it's uh, difficult news when uh, you hear of that type of an injury. Uh, especially at this time of of the season, uh, he's an important player for us. He's a huge part of our uh, of our dressing room and a big part of what we've been doing on the ice. So, in terms of um, you know what we'll do on the ice, um, you know that's you know we'll we'll determine that you know as we move forward. We you know we obviously have a lot of different challenges to deal with, um, not just you know with with losing him for the year. Certainly, that's uh, that's a long term uh, blow, uh, but uh, you know we'll. Uh, uh, you know that'll be part of you know what we deal with as we you know 
decide and and sort out what uh, our roster availability is here uh, as we go into the near future. We don't know that right now. So there you go, folks. Lots of energy, lots of passion on the ice. We knew that about Turbo and how he plays. He might not be a man of many words for the media, but he is a darling in the hearts of fans and obviously his teammates as well. Coming up next, we're going to hear from a handful of other players, including Colin Blackwell, who I think had a really great uh, little anecdote. Unfortunately, also involves COVID, but on what he did when he was feeling a little bit better... Um, after recovering from COVID, and it involves another Seattle hockey sports connection, this time on the basketball side of things. But right now, I want to tell you about Bet Online. It has you covered this season, 2021, going into 2022. New odds, new props, or excuse me, all the odds, all the odds, all the props. Um, all the bets that you need on a brand new interface and a brand new website. But even with all that newness, Bet Online remains your number one spot for sports action this season. So we want you to head to the website right now. Go to betonline.ag. And when you sign up for the first time, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So whether you're looking to bet on the National Hockey League, NBA, NFL, or even your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is the place to go. So you're not going to want to miss all of the new deals available for the 2021 season, all the new offers available for the 2021 season. Remember that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. So don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available right now. Bet online where the game starts. We're back. Eric Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. As always, thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. And uh, I mentioned that, unfortunately, COVID is kind of the name of the game. We've heard about it literally since the Seattle Kraken hit the ice um, right before their inaugural game right before that road trip, they were having to deal with COVID. Now, here's the thing. We heard from Dave Haxel about Turbo, but we're going to hear from him in just a little bit, talking about what he's going to do. You've got Ryan Donato and Vince Dunn. They join, and I'm going to show you this graphic that I'm looking at in a minute, but they join Adam Larson, Jamie Alexiak, and Carson Soucy on the COVID list. Now, this is something that I saw from an account, NHL News at Puck Reporter NHL, and it's a list as of December 26th at 11 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time. There might be an updated one. Let me check actually. Um, yeah, they have an updated list here. Now I'm looking at the December 27th list, which of course I forgot we added Mason Appleton. So it's Appleton, Donato and Vince Dunn. So basically all of the players that I talked about on locked on NHL with Gil on Monday, all of those players that I said, I was excited to see get more time because they're young and there's so many players in and out of COVID protocol and injury. Yeah. Now those guys are on the COVID list. So again, this is NHL news at puck report NHL popping that up for you now, but it's the list of all of the people, 138 players. Um, you know, it's staff, 16 staff, 
around 25 support staff and 15 officials. I saw a retired official talking about, hey, we're not talking about how COVID is impacting the officials and what happens when we don't have enough officials to have hockey games. (sighs) Anyway. So what does this mean for the Seattle Kraken? Well, Dave Haxtell also noted that all of the AHL demon that he could call up are also in COVID protocol. Here's what he had to say about essentially having to ride out, not having enough defensemen in practice, nor having any to call up from the AHL. Yeah, the uncertainty is, uh, you know, is a uh, certainly is a, you know, is a, is a new hurdle uh, from day to day. Uh, a lot of times, you know, with with the way our testing protocol works, leading up towards uh, practice, there's there's uncertainty there. But everybody around the league is dealing with it. Um, you know, we're uh, you know we're hoping that we'll have uh, Alexiak and Susie rejoin us uh, tomorrow. Uh, you know, obviously we practiced with four defensemen today, uh, which you know is not a, an ideal situation as you come off a break and want to get into some systems work. But that's all that we had available. So. Um, as I said, it's uh, it's a puzzle that everybody is dealing with uh, throughout the league, um, you know. And as players and coaches, is our job uh, to be well prepared, regardless of who is available. Next, we're going to hear from Colin Blackwell. He definitely talked about his COVID journey. I mentioned there's a a little anecdote that he had about playing video games and watching Netflix during COVID. But then he also talks about you know this being very real. And he also mentions what the NFL is doing regarding testing and how he thinks it might be something that the NHL might uh, move toward. So here's Colin Blackwell. Yeah, I uh, no, I unfortunately got hit pretty bad uh, by COVID. I probably had five days of pretty really bad symptoms and then five days, uh, you know, pretty mild uh, like everybody else. Um, so I got pretty sick from it. Uh, that's probably why you haven't seen me in a little bit. And then right when I got cleared to come back. Yeah, I mean, I think that's number one is stay safe. Um, just trying to look out for, you know, the other guys in the locker room too and, and try to wear a mask around. Uh, just try to prevent, uh, I guess, the best we can from everything spreading. And um, I, I think that's pretty important. Uh, I'm just trying to manage it because uh, we just got to figure out how to to kind of live with uh, this going going through and going around right now, and it's definitely not easy. It's pretty challenging, and um, you know we've had a couple of instances already in the season, and kind of the mentality was just next next man up kind of mentality. Um, so obviously with some big players uh, like you said, Tanny uh, going down, and some other guys, you know, entering the COVID protocol. Um, that just means some other people, uh, hopefully myself, uh, will be able to step up and, and try to, you know, fill the void. And it's not a matter of kind of replacing other players. It's just um, kind of playing uh, your role in yourself and hopefully uh, doing your best to kind of help the team win and kind of weather the storm until we get uh, 100% healthy. Yeah, you know, I think everybody kind of experiences a little bit differently. I, I think uh, me personally. I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I'm not one to really speak on uh, some of the science behind some of the things. I, I think I'll leave that to them. I, I don't really have too much of a, you know, opinion on, on the stuff other than the fact that um, I think people should get vaccinated. And I think it, uh, you know, helps the people around. Uh, you're not really thinking about yourself. You're thinking about the other people around you type of thing. And we see how it's kind of gone through our teammates. And I'm glad that some of them, um, you know, didn't necessarily have the same experiences that I did. Um, like I, I got pretty sick, but at the same time, um, I know a lot of guys didn't, um, I, I don't really have an answer, uh, for you from that standpoint. I, uh, I think 
I, to be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure. It's uh, one of those things where, you know, I'm not an expert on it and I don't really have too much of an opinion. I think uh, a lot of people around uh, this organization have been doing a good job and it's still been, been spreading. So um, I think that's one of those things where we're trying to figure out an answer for it and then trying to kind of live through it. And I know there's been a lot of talk, uh, the NFL, kind of what they're doing where um, asymptomatic players are no longer getting tested and you're kind of sitting out if you're symptomatic. So I think that's probably going to be um, uh, maybe the blueprint moving forward. And um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, a lot of our guys, uh, I, I hope those people that are in COVID protocol are, are feeling better. And um, I don't think it's something to, to take very lightly. For those who follow me on social media, I'm not a big fan of not testing. Uh, I think it was, there's someone else from the Seattle Kraken that was talking about, it was either Appleton or Geeky talking about, you know, or maybe actually it was, I think it was either Appleton or Dunn or I forget who right now, but essentially they were talking about, oh, well, the more you test, the more cases you're going to find. And I'm starting to get the sense that there are people that want us to do less testing as if that's going to be more effective. It's not the testing folks. That's the problem. Identifying people that are impacted by COVID, whether they're symptomatic or not, that's not the issue. The issue is the widespread. It's a very contagious virus, contagious virus in close proximity, like locker rooms or hockey. Um, and I, t I mentioned Marissa and Jemmy's article about just kind of how the ice, the stagnation of air. So you're not circulating fresh air. So anything that's being coughed or spit up or sweated out is just kind of packed in there, you know, like that's the issue, not testing, but COVID being a very contagious virus. I just want to like make that clear anyway. But I will add this, like Colin Blackwell, I am not a medical professional. I am not a scientist. I, I, I think I, I know after essentially two years how a contagious virus works. But um, to me, at least, testing is a good thing. Is it a little bit inconvenient? Sure. But, you know, so is like having a really bad flu or worse. So that's just my two cents. Uh, but as promised, we're going to end this segment with Colin Blackwell talking about video gaming and a particular Seattle team that he was able to add to his uh, NBA 2K. Yeah, I mean, I didn't touch a weight or workout. I struggled kind of doing my laundry. I was I was pretty sick, to be quite honest with you. So I... Uh, I didn't do really anything. I, um, I watch a lot of Netflix. Um, and then I also, uh, I play NBA 2k every now and again, I created a, this brought the supersonics and expansion draft back to Seattle. So, um, I, uh, was kind of busy doing that and just kind of watching, uh, watching some Netflix shows and, um, just trying to stay busy. I slept a lot. Um, so I kind of did a little bit of everything from playing some video games and, uh, and, and watching some Netflix shows. All right. So we talked about Turbo. We talked about COVID. And now let's talk about Maddie Beneers and World Juniors. So I've talked about World Juniors, the women's U18 tournament not going down because COVID, Sweden, um, you know, canceled the tournament. On its head, 
or, you know, just kind of generally speaking, canceling a tournament because hockey is highly contagious and the contagious virus and its variants are widespread. Not the worst thing in the world. However, we did not see that happen for World Juniors. Um, World Juniors started with pre-tournament play on Thursday, December 23rd. We actually, our guy, Matty Beneers, was the player of the game uh, in a three a 4-3 overtime loss to Finland. That was a pre-tournament game. Uh, But the United States then played their first prelim game on December 26th, the day after Christmas, and they won that game 3-2. So a good opening game there. You saw he got on the board with an assist. It was Mackie Samuskevich who got the uh, second USA goal of the game. And um, Beneers got an assist on that. Uh, Overall, it was a 3-2 win for the United States over Slovakia. The United States was set to play Switzerland today. However, it was reported that the United States forfeited that game due to COVID protocol, due to players in COVID protocol. This comes from the IIHF account Breaking, USA Hockey has forfeited their game against Swiss Hockey due to a mandated team quarantine following a positive test result of two of its players. Then um, the, the article that is linked goes on to say the team's quarantine status will be evaluated later to determine whether it will be able to compete in its next preliminary round game scheduled for December 29th against Sweden. So they have until tomorrow to figure out if the United States will even be able to compete. I have seen it around the social meets, around the Twitter verse that it's actually goaltenders that have been impacted. I have not been able to corroborate that just yet. I got this news just as I was finalizing my notes, but that's really unfortunate. Of course, people are taking to Twitter and being like, oh, well, you know, COVID ruined the women's game. I thought men couldn't catch COVID and da 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 Okay, I'll be honest, snarky me that exists in my head and sometimes in group chats with my friends, thought the same thing. That being said, we really got to see the bigger picture here. I refer back to what Colin Blackwell said in the first segment. This is very real and we have to take it serious. Um, I don't know that I agree completely with kind of the show must go on mentality. Yes, people are not dying from COVID, but not everyone is vaccinated. There's still potential to die, just like people unfortunately die of the flu. So I don't know. I'm very conflicted, especially conflicted as someone who is still going to Beijing, China, and I will be introducing myself into a situation that I've been avoiding for two years. So I'm not judging anyone on how you feel. It's a messy jacked up situation. Everyone wants hockey for sure, but at what cost? And I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Again, I'm planning to go to Beijing, China and cover the hockey tournaments there. So who am I to say? I'm just saying it's jacked up. I'm just saying there is a lot of opinions and I think it's okay to have feelings and to be disappointed by things that are canceled. I I personally draw the line where we say, let's just stop testing or, you know, it'll be fine. Like people die. That's not okay to me, but you know, 
I know, I'm sorry we keep talking about COVID, but but here it is. You, Team USA placed in a quarantine. So not sure what that means um, for Maddie Beneers and USA Hockey. I'll try to keep you updated as of right now. Tomorrow is a Seattle Kraken game day. I don't know. Like, I want to be excited, but I'm also like, is it a Seattle Kraken game day? Philadelphia is supposed to be coming through. Obviously, Dave Hack still has some history there. Didn't go so well the first time. Um, not sure who's even going to be on the roster, but you best believe we'll talk about it for tomorrow on Locked on Kraken. Then um, we'll do a recap of a game if we get one. And later on in the week, I will bring you the second installment of my conversation with the fantastic Ann Kimmel, one of the hosts of Locked on Predators. And we're going to get into sled hockey. If you haven't checked that out and you're watching on YouTube, I'm doing that pointy thing where I think I point over my left shoulder and you can click there also in the show notes if you're watching on YouTube or listening. As always, thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. And now it's time for you to head over to Locked on Bets. We talked about betonline.ag. Now you need all the intel and the insight. And your boy Q and, ha and handicapping expert Lee Sterling have you covered over on Locked on Bets, just like everything on the Locked on Podcast Network. These shows are free resources available to you. And so we hope you have a listen. Until tomorrow. Hold fast, stay true, wash your hands, wear a mask, and let's go cracking.